elevating the news. This is 6035 Media. Everybody, I'm Brian Grossman, executive editor here at 6035 News Magazine. This is the 6035, the weekly show that recaps all you need to know in the news. Our guests in studio today are senior reporter Pam Zubek and managing editor Helen Lewis, and we're talking about the latest. Welcome to the 6035. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, when I say latest, I mean Pam's cover story, Wing and a Prayer. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to do any more talking. I'm going to let Pam no, no, lay no. this one out. It, it was a it was a beast. Um, yeah, it was yeah. quite What's an undertaking, actually. It was, um, well, you know, let's just be forthright mm-hmm. with our listeners and readers and say that, you know, we um, were contacted by a church member who had heard a rumor and was— Church for All Nations. Correct. Yep. And um, thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we took it from there. We uh, I headed over to the courthouse and— uh, sure, sure, shooting. Um, <laughs> there it was. This lawsuit, and what so was the rumor? What, what, what is? What? The, they said the uh, members were saying, uh, "We understand there's some kind of dispute over uh, an airplane hangar. Why would the church have an airplane hangar? Well, do we have an aircraft? If so, why?" That was the upshot, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, turns out, yes, Church for All Nations has filed a lawsuit against a hangar organization out at the airport because the church says in its lawsuit that it has paid over $400,000 over a 14 or so year period and still has no hangar. And uh, honestly, I'm going to direct the reader to the story because mm-hmm. it, it gets pretty complicated going back and forth mm-hmm. between the litigants and whatnot. Um, but of course, it does um, expose the fact that the church has owned aircraft and appears to still own aircraft. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the end of it. The the aircraft, that was just a piece, I guess maybe the biggest piece of this story, but they were also involved. Maybe you could be more specific about who the players are here and uh, well, some of the other things we found out. Yeah, I mean, it, the Church for All Nations is actually – been on people's radar for a while who um, are active in public life, if you will, like going to school board meetings and that sort of thing, because Church for All Nations has been very active in carrying out their um, the conservative agenda, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, from the Christian fundamentalist, fundamentalist Christian, I guess is the mm-hmm. phrase, uh, perspective. And so when, and, and that, of course, made it of more interest that here we have a church that has seen fit to become involved in these ways, and now we find out they have aircraft. Oh, well, wait, let's see what else we can find out about this church. Mm-hmm. And so um, it wasn't very difficult. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's out there. It's not a secret that their senior pastor, uh, Mark Cowart, he's very tied into Karis Bible College and Andrew Womack Ministries, and uh, uh a 501c4 organization, which is nonprofit, but I'll explain that in a second, mm-hmm. uh, called Truth and Liberty Coalition, which is a nationwide outfit um, that very much wants to influence mm-hmm. certain aspects of our culture and life. 
through um, political means right, right through political means or you know and or other means right. you know um so the the other question about the church uh issue um being involved in aircraft and whatnot um is that the church operates under a 501c3 status which is three non- or four three three non-profit okay. uh donations are tax deductible mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. But 501c3 nonprofits, which is what the church is, what many others are, mm-hmm. um, has a, a prohibition against being involved in political activity. Right. It uh, okay. So if, now we're going to go back to Truth and Liberty Coalition. It's a 501c4, right. which uh, it's still a nonprofit. It doesn't pay taxes, but donations are not tax deductible because 501c4s are allowed to. Uh, take part in politics to a point. There are restrictions. I'm not going to get into details, Mm -hmm. but uh, by and large, you know, they can advocate for candidates and ballot measures and things like that. So so that's the difference. Well, anyway, so we find out that um, Cohort has these other um, involvements and such, which is just interesting. You know, it's something I think that might actually – you know, play into why they have aircraft. But I don't know. I don't want to speak for them. That's the other problem with this whole story is that we reached out to Church for All Nations board members, uh, ancillary folks that their names kept kept popping up in mm-hmm. association with the church, uh, covered himself, mm-hmm. the attorney that's representing the church uh, in the lawsuit, and nobody contacted us back. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. You, you mentioned um, – WOMAC and the Bible College, Can, for people who don't have background on that, I know they're up in Woodland Park, but um, people have probably heard the, that name before, but can you give a bit of background about what that Well, means? I don't want to speak to that in too much detail because, you know, I'm no expert, number mm-hmm. one, and um, I don't want to mischaracterize it, uh, number two. But um, Andrew Womack is, is uh, essentially – a, a televangelist. Mm-hmm. He's on TV. He raises money worldwide, and he raises gobs of money. Mm-hmm. Actually, hundreds of millions uh, over the years. And um, through Andrew Womack Ministries, I believe, right? That's his, right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Um, and Andrew Womack Ministries. Well, we actually profiled this ministry mm-hmm. uh, ten years ago, or something like that. And uh, I would highly urge listeners to go read that story yep. and get a little bit better feel for it. But he started this Karis Bible College, who, which, you know, again, its message is very, it's a very f- uh, fundamentalist Christian mm-hmm. message, um, very, you know, I don't want to use the, well, I won't use the word, but um, but he used to be here in Colorado Springs. He moved up to uh, Woodland Park. He's gotten... Um, a lot of cooperation from elected officials up there mm-hmm. uh, to where he hasn't uh, been made to pay taxes. Of course, they always present their nonprofit status and right. such. But, you know, there's people up there that have also expressed concerns because they have these gigantic events, uh, you know, that draw in thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And they have increased the uh, burden on public safety and other um, publicly infrastructure funded. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so um you know they're concerned about it but so far woodland park has been very good about you know wanting to embrace 
uh, Andrew Womack Ministries. Right. Just recently, I think they gave them a pass on taxes on one of the projects up there for chairs, didn't they? Right. A, it a was, housing project. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a housing project that initially they said, well, when, they, when you build it, you have to pay property taxes. Right. But then when it came down to it, uh, they said, well, I guess you won't. Because you know, right. Womack was pushing to get the freebie. Sure. Um, and as soon as they did, he turned around and gave the city $250,000. But, yeah. you know, let's face it, I mean, well, let's let's <laughs> move on. <actually. laughs> there's, another, um, there's another aspect to this cover story, and that is the um, um, – The property. The property mm-hmm. transactions that um, the – Chief, uh, not chief, senior pastors, Mark Cowart and his wife Linda, uh-huh. have engaged in locally and in other states. Oklahoma, Florida. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying earlier when I did a spot with KKTV News, um, I, you know, it, it may, uh, first off, we didn't, we're not saying that any of this is illegal. Mm-hmm. And I want to make that really clear. Mm-hmm. Um but it's we're just n- saying maybe not everybody knows, and so right, we're, right. yeah, and it's not typical. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not typical it's to see a pastor um, go, you know, be so active in the real estate market, and to ultimately live in a house that is valued at one and a half million dollars, mm-hmm. um, Cathedral Pines. That would have been like probably almost ten years ago too. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. bear in mind that price back at that time, but. Or then buy and sell property in other states. Um, the same goes for aircraft. Yes, there are televangelists that have aircraft, and they've been vilified actually in the news about it. But they do, and and they have lavish multimillion-dollar homes and that sort of thing. However, this is not the kind of activity that is typical mm-hmm. locally mm-hmm. for ministries and churches and the clergy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that faith-based organizations are exempt from paying taxes, and sometimes people wonder if that's if that money is being spent uh, the way it should be, you know. Yeah, you know, good luck finding out, sure. you know. I mean, it would take an IRS audit, and probably that wouldn't be triggered without some pretty uh, blatant evidence right you know so and and like you said even if it isn't illegal is it ethical is it you know we've gotten comments you know look at the the homeless problem here in colorado springs how much of that could have been helped with four hundred thousand dollars it's not up to us to say how churches spend their money but um if it is on airplanes and airplane hangers and property it does raise some questions so yeah it's just something that we're not accustomed to seeing here for sure no um it's more megachurch kind of stuff in california and texas yeah yeah. and and so you know it it raises questions about i mean this is a big church they have two locations Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. uh thousands of people attend i'm sure they're very generous Mm -hmm. they have some overseas missions um involvement uh, or, or, or so they say i mean that i'll tell you I, we did not verify that mm-hmm. you know i did not contact mm-hmm. uh, those mission locations to verify but um, i'm going to take them at their word on that so you know w- are they using the aircraft to go there i doubt it you know i doubt that these aircraft that they own would 
be the type that you'd fly to Peru. No. You know, or the Middle East. Now, back in the day when they had a Learjet, maybe. Because mm-hmm. um, they did have one. At, they had a Learjet, Learjet at one on time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, years ago. Um, but I don't know. It's just, and then the other factor that I think is a big one is how much of this kind of activity was known by the congregation, the right. people that are That's giving the money. So, and probably uh, not. I, I would I would venture to say most of the congregation, vast majority of the congregation, probably doesn't know the inner workings of. Yeah, that would suggest why somebody contacted saying, "Hey, do you know about?" Right. If it was common knowledge, I mean, that would be pretty yeah, strange. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know, um, but you know, I uh, again, I'll, as I told, as, as I said on the KKTV uh, segment, I will say it again: uh, we welcome anyone associated with the church that wants to contact us and mm-hmm. clear up some of these things or mm-hmm. uh, give an explanation. Uh, there's there's always an explanation. Uh, you know, we welcome that those contacts. Please do, mm-hmm. you know, and we uh, absolutely will convey information to our readers. Mm-hmm. And we've covered this, like you mentioned, in the past, uh, different angles, and um, it's, it's not a new thing. This isn't all of a sudden. And there have been churches and faith-based organizations in Colorado Springs that have often been involved up to the line of is this ethical, is this legal in politics and, and public mm-hmm. policy and that sort of thing. So School board related School boards, that's another much, one. Yeah. Yeah, and we've talked about those too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Any surprises for either one of you in, in this story? It was to read and edit, it was, well, first of all, it's really obvious how much work went into it. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of um, investigation and heavy lifting that story. I would recommend people read that um, Land Deals 35 Years Three States section. It's mm-hmm. just, it's really interesting. There's a lot of different transfers and organizations and things like that. It's a lot to untangle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was very surprised that a local church had um ever had a Learjet and yeah. had aircraft and that, you know, the, the battles they're fighting are related to a hangar that, mm-hmm. that did, you know, just for a start, catch me off guard. What it's really Japan? interesting. Any surprises? Um, Maybe the whole thing was a surprise, well, but I don't think know, so. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, uh, after we had a fairly good understanding of the lawsuit, I thought, well, you know, let's just check on the pastor, you know, and mm-hmm. see what kind of um, public record is there. And I, that, that was the surprise for me when I put in that name and, and just saw a flood of deeds and um, deeds of trust and warranty deeds and quick claim deeds and this and that and the other. And, you know, that, that surprised me. It wasn't something I was expecting yeah. at all. And then when we discovered properties bought and sold in other states, that too was a real big surprise to me. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, like I say, maybe there's a good explanation for all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm all ears. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm all ears. <laughs> I, I don't think I've gotten any phone calls yet, but uh, I'll go and check my voicemail after What surprised you about it? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been in Colorado Springs, or at least along the Front Range, for a long time now, and mm-hmm. 
you, you hear things like the, you, there are organizations in Colorado Springs. This was long a mecca for very powerful faith-based organizations. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've always been involved in politics, probably beyond the limit of what they're supposed to be. That surprised me less. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And the school boards, you know, the school boards weren't an issue 20 years ago, but I can guarantee you there were backroom conversations even 20 years ago with, with some of these organizations. How, how can we mm. tilt this in, in our favor? Mm. Um, well, if you want to talk about the influence of religion, sure. Uh, you don't have to go uh, much past the Air Force Academy because, you know, you as we have documented for years, right. um, the, the focus on the family and uh, the New Life Church mm-hmm. and all those uh, organizations um, have, I mean, some would call it infiltrated sure. the Air Force Academy. And, you know, that it's, it's the preferred religion. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious. It, I mean, just from the and, – and believe it or not, not a school year goes by that something doesn't arise. Mm -hmm. Religion Mm. sort of controversy. Yeah, such as last fall when they scheduled a mandatory uh, commander's call for all cadets on On Rosh Hashanah. On Yom Yom Kippur. Kippur. Yom Kippur, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, um, you know, makes you wonder. Well, yeah, and the size of the chapel and then the other denominations yeah, are yeah. are underneath. And then there was this uh, – I think it was a soccer game with the uh-huh. – when they were – John 3.16. Yeah, they, they had yeah. the numerical order of yeah. all of the players' numbers except, except for 3, 3 and 16 they put together. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, to answer your question, <laughs> I was not surprised. That it wasn't surprising. <laughs> no, none yeah. of it was really a surprise to me. And yeah. I do wonder about the planes. Uh, the first thing that came to mind when you came to me with the story was – missionary work mm-hmm. and uh perhaps they are using these planes to do some of that um you mentioned the learjet which definitely has some range on it mm-hmm. but the the ones the more recent models were like cessna beach beach prop, prop, yeah. prop planes right not jets no uh, yeah. the learjet was the only one i think and yeah so that like single engine twin engine right. whatever mm. with very limited <laughs> so they would go range they could fly to dallas you know they could go to right you know, uh, Wichita or Kansas City, they right, could go, right. you know, something like that. Um, so I don't know. But, you know, here's the thing. This trial gets underway in mid-March. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it does, if there isn't some kind of a last-minute mm. uh, settlement. but mm-hmm. um, So we'll get to find all that out, right? Yep. I mean, because they'll have to establish um, some of that, I would think. Um, I mean, it'll be just part of the testimony. Sure. Mm. And then we know. would have access to that. Yeah, so— yeah. You know, we'll right. we'll learn more. It's going to get even more interesting. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about winging a prayer? Mm, I thought the headline was brilliant. Yeah. That's a Brian. Who came move. up with that? <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I think it was you. That's the easy work. The yeah. Easy work. Yeah. It doesn't take weeks and weeks to put together. Yeah. So. Thank goodness. All right. Well, it's a great story. It's um, a great story. And I'm definitely interested to see sort of the conversations that come out of it. I hope some come our way, so mm-hmm. we can follow it because i'm sure this isn't the last that we'll do with it either right we'll see we're already talking about yes we yeah. have uh, new avenues to pursue yeah we'll leave it at that yeah cliffhanger so yeah. well thank you to pam and helen for joining us in studio today don't forget to pick up this week's issue of 6035 news magazine available on newsstands and in mailboxes across the city be sure to check out our new website 6035media.org and now for more on some of the other podcasts we're doing i'm going to kick it over to nick raven
What? Well, hello there. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Totally Brian. unexpected. Yeah. Totally. Un- yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Nick? So uh, this week we actually had a uh, an episode of Hot Takes and String Breaks. Uh-huh. We're talking about Chernobyl. Oh. The you know with all the the Russian stuff going on uh-huh. and mm-hmm. Last of Us, we're talking about the Last of Us episode five, okay, mm-hmm. as well, uh-huh. uh, because they're from the same creator, uh, Craig Mazin. Oh, so. Chernobyl the game? No. Oh, I didn't know there was a game. I don't either. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> but I know the Last of Us is a game. Yeah, the Last of Us is a game, but Chernobyl, and a show. Yeah, you're talking about real life Chernobyl. The, there was a miniseries back in 2019. Okay, on HBO. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a big deal won awards, you know. Um, and so since they're the same creator, it's like, let's bounce back to that. So Got that's what we did it. on this mm-hmm. episode. We also talked about um, the Super Bowl for at least 60 seconds. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Zach Galifianakis is, is going to be in the Lilo and Stitch live action remake. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's a long show. So, yeah, go check out Hot Takes and String Breaks. All right. Live now? Ready to go? Live now. Go, right. go watch it. At uh, 6035media.org. All right. So thanks, thanks, everybody. 6035 podcasts are listener supported. If you want us to keep doing this, please join others in the community who value our bold, independent, truth-seeking journalism. Become a member. Visit 6035membership.org. That's S-I-X-T-Y, the number 35, membership.org. This show is directed by Nick Raven, produced by Nick Raven and Dave Gardner, music by Jeremiah Walter, our digital media specialist is Sean Cassidy, art director is Dustin Glatz, interim co-publishers are Ariana Platten and Ralph Routen, and I'm Brian Grossman, executive editor. We'll see you next time on The 6035. The 6035.